What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 133. 133. 133. Uh, I'm Ryan. This is Matt. And that's a gargoyle or some shit. It's Lexington. Yes. I don't know. I don't know anything about gargoyles. So. Oh. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, I'm not a gargoyle guy. Sorry. I'm not a gar guy. You're not a gar guy? I'm a gar girl. <laughs> yeah, gar girl. You know it. Um, how are you? I'm okay. I'm That's a busy good. week as, as I have been having. I see um, your studio is coming along very nicely. Mm-hmm. It's all sided. put that in my mouth right when we started talking. It's perfect. Um, well, um, yeah, they uh, they basically finished what, everything they're doing, the contractor. Uh, so yeah, so we went in, my father-in-law yesterday run, ran all the wires into the studio, like from where we left them outside, because we had to wait for them to start siding. Sure. And sure. then, uh, today I ran the ethernet cable to where it's supposed to go and, uh, started running electrical. So look at you. Good man. Yeah. I think I watched, I was saying before we came live, I watched like four hours of like, I found this channel of this girl who like built her own like studio shed and she like documented like the whole process. Nice. So I like watched like, I don't think I watched all of it, but I watched like a good chunk of it. Yeah. And then she did like a podcast at the end where she talked about like what she did that she wishes she wouldn't have did or vice versa. Like basically like retrospect kind of shit. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, got a bunch of good ideas and some good cool. thoughts, and yeah. You're a man's man now. You know how to use I'm tools. Yeah. You know how to run electrical. You're like Jesus on wheels. I was looking up how to do like you know how you can have like a light switch that can control like a bottom of a plug, like a bottom outlet. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I'm gonna do all my lighting. Instead of having like a light that I hardwire in, we're just we're gonna buy like a tube, uh, like LED, and just have it set to a switch. Yeah, but you're not making the new studio old school office style matching up. Like that. Yeah, I use like a drill. Like I just have one of those big like <laughs> for the drill. Exactly. No power tools. But yeah, yeah, no power tools. Everything is fucking yeah, old school. You have to film Game it on stuff. anything you do in the studio on like eight millimeter camera. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, no, that's so, yeah, great. So, Tutorials are, yeah. are useful for all that shit, and um, you're fucking mm. you're killing it, man. I learned how to wire like a switch so you could like so I'm gonna because I'm gonna have the my ceiling light and I'm gonna have my figure my case lights on a light so like I can just flip a switch and they turn on. That's perfect. I uh, I like what you're doing. I think uh, figures lighted by candle. Yeah, exactly, Neil. I like it, Neil. I like it. I like how your thought process here. Um, yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I think I'm coming down with the flu, so I'm not. I'm not Sucks. doing great, but. I slept 12 hours today. I'm very tired. I have no energy mm-hmm. at all. So I think I'm getting sick. And um, I'm not happy about it. That sucks. And uh, I think it's because the weather has gone from like 0 to 12 to 0 to 27 to 0. Just jumping everywhere. Eh? And I'm like, great. I'm not going to get sick at all. And here we are. My wife's sick. Her mom's sick. Her dad's sick. My friend and, just had uh, COVID. It's all, uh, it's all, everybody's, everybody's getting sick. Yeah. Not good. I'm hoping that I don't get sick, 
because I've been sick so much for the last little bit. But wrap yourself in a bubble. Yeah. And lube yourself up with uh, sanitizer. Your whole body. I just want you I to always do that slick anyways. sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. I always look wet. Neil's Neil saying he just beat the flu. Symptoms lingered forever. See? Yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah, it's harsh this year, right? I have to get a flu shot. I'm going to get my flu shot in uh, at work and on the 15th. So it'll be good. Yeah, they, they do the flu shots in your penis. Oh, I'm to spit in your mouth and get over it. It's true. Lick, lick your eyeballs and spit in your mouth. There you go. Spit in your mouth. That's fucking nasty. It's hot. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I, I honestly just had like a really lazy week and I didn't feel like I accomplished anything. Like work was a nightmare as it always is. And um, yeah, I just like all of a sudden it was Saturday and I'm like, I don't know what happened to this week. This week just flew by. So mm. that's too bad. Yeah, but it's no fun when you lose track of time and all of a sudden it's just over. Talking of losing track of time, by the time this podcast is over, we go back an hour. Yes. So it's like we didn't even do the podcast, which I think most of our audience would prefer. <laughs> Everybody but Neil. And Neil probably is like, eh, I wouldn't speak for me. Yeah, I mean I'm here out of out of just a favor to you guys, basically. <laughs> I'm basically just here to make fun of you guys. So yeah. Uh... <laughs> um yeah, daylight savings is just stupid. Like, I don't know how as a weird. society we just have not eliminated it. I don't get it. Just get yeah. rid of this shit. Yeah. It's the U.S., man. They're holding everybody back, as always. Yeah, it is. Fucking jerks. Um, yeah. Get your shit together, people. Come on. Yeah, fucking Americans. It's all Joe Rogan's fault. It is. First really? thing, I, uh, I'm not even going to start. I'm not even going to start yeah. down the road. Um sure. The Rogan? The Rogue? Are you not entertained? Yes, I am entertained, <laughs> but I'm also not excited for your civil war next year when the election starts. So, you know, yep. it is what it is. Um, it's going to be scary, son. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Um, what'd you watch this week? What'd you do this week? I watched a bit this week, more than I usually do. After good. the pod last week, I decided I was going to go and watch Batman Returns. And what so did you I think? Did. I have notes. <laughs> it's not great. Very, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it holds up well. I actually think it holds up okay. I think there's some stuff that makes me be like, "That's pretty weird." Like even just how Catwoman becomes Catwoman. Yeah, a like, bunch of cats she like, like falls out of the and building, and then a bunch of cats come and lick her, and then she goes home and makes a leather suit. That's literally the how the it all plays out. I'm I'm assuming they meant like that cat DNA got into her cuts or wounds, and that's like. <laughs> It gave her some kind of like superpowers. Superpower? I don't know. I, I never understood that either. I'm like, that seems like the dumbest possible way. Like, she's a cat burglar. Why didn't you just make her a cat burglar instead of like, she's already getting like punished by like a corporate dude. So you could have just made her go like, fuck these corporations always like holding these Gothamites down. I'm just gonna fucking start robbing people. And then yeah, instead- well, that would fit. That would fit the narrative of like a newer Batman movie, but of that era, of that era, I guess it kind of fits. A bunch of cats biting her. I don't remember that happening in the nineties. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I missed that that era. I guess I was only five, so maybe uh, <laughs> or seven. I guess when ninety two when it came out. So uh, yeah, I, I, wish- I wrote uh, Danny DeVito is a really good actor. Yes. And then I said, but it's impossible for me to not see Frank Reynolds when he's totally. like spitting and drooling all over the place. All I see is just like 
Frank. Yeah. It was just like, ah, super yeah. hard because like he, he, when he's dialed in, like he's fucking pretty fucking good. And man, he's, he's scary. Yeah. yeah, he's, he is scary. So, um, yeah. But yeah, overall, I thought it was like mostly good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just feel it like drags at parts. Um, I would agree with that. There's more, there's a lot of stuff that like, I get, I feel like this is kind of like, an, it is kind of like that in the first one too, where there's a lot of stuff that feels like it's, dragged out for for with like no payoff or the payoff is like flash and it's gone like it's just super quick so i went and oh. seen killers of the flower moon pretty good movie a little lengthy though not sure how more many more scorsese is gonna make so i appreciate this films even more now yeah no i really wanted to see it um i know it's like i think three and a half hours or almost four hours long uh Not that's brilliant. a little, little lengthy for me so i think i'm gonna wait until it's out on video or demand or whatever and so i can watch half and then get up and make food and go pee and not have to leave half the movie but um yeah I'm a, I, I love scorsese and uh, i'm very interested to see the movie but nice nice um nice, nice nice three and a half yeah i knew it was really long um yeah. i love dicaprio and so i'll, I'll see anything dicaprio's in but uh nice. even though it's weird that he's like 50 and he's dating like 18 year olds, but hey, yeah, more power cool. to you. Um, yeah. I watched uh, Batman I... Begins. Oh, you did. Oh, nice. And I'm, I'm assuming Batman Begins still holds up because it's up well. not that old and it's a good movie. I love that movie. It's what, it's 2005, I think. So it's like 18 years old. It was shocking. Shocking. Um, <laughs> fucking, I, I can't believe it's 18 years. Anyway. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, it's good. It holds up well. I love I love Christian Bale as Batman. I Me love too. I uh, Batman. anything that Nolan directs. So, um, yeah, it's a solid movie. And uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna watch Dark Knight sometime in the next week. I'll probably go on, go on to those next. So yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean um, to cut you off, but I figured no, that was, okay. to, it was uh, relevant. Yeah, yeah, it was relevant. Uh, I got to watch the Pandaverse thing, the South Park thing, the South Park Pandaverse. Did you like it? I took- um, it was fine. It was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was like hysterical or anything. This made me laugh. I took a picture of that. Lulu, do I got some apples? Yeah, her is funny. I think the funny. idea. I think the idea is funny, and I think um, oh, I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. There's lots of stuff in it that I thought was funny. Like I like how they killed Kenny at the end, like the girl version of Kenny or whatever. Yeah. And I like that Kathleen Kennedy was a Cartman variant or whatever, and. Yeah. That was pretty funny too. There was, there was, it wasn't, it's not like it was shit. It was fine. Like, it was, I think it's a, probably the best South Park it's been in like five, six, seven years. Like, easily. I'm like super behind on South Park. So, but there's a reason for that because I just feel like after season 14, 15, 15 yeah, somewhere there, yeah. it kind of like lost it went downhill thing way, maybe. And I don't know. It's not, I'm not saying that the ones I've watched didn't make me laugh and this one made me laugh too it's not like i watched this and was like man this is whatever like yeah it's funny it was south park funny but it's not to me it's not like the best of like it's just funny. Yeah. like it's just it's, it's if you, even if it's just something to like jump into if you like south park and you kind of lost touch with it like it's a fun one to like just jump into because it's like kind of like 40, 40 minutes and it's like and it's like you know it's like kind of a bigger story and yeah, and I mean, I like the B story. And it's too. relevant to the nerds too. So. All the adults not not knowing how to do anything and like totally. so funny. It, that was very funny and very relevant to me. Sharon, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, oh, man. 
that's funny. You pick up your phone and you call, and you call the handyman. It's great. Uh, that that side story was great, and like I just I just love that he like goes by the Home Depot to like try to find like a a, a Mexican um, Labor. worker laborer yeah. for free and, or cheap, and and it's just all these like rich educated men that are like I, I I'll, I'll offer you lawyering if you'll come to my house and fix my fridge it's like <laughs> great. yeah it's pretty funny anyways so it's yeah good. it was good uh invincible started the season two started uh, up on thursday so i watched the first episode and uh, it was fine whatever i mean i'll have to get back into that a bit more and the thing is when i saw the first season i got to watch i think most of it came out maybe it didn't all come out i can't remember but I don't know. It's fine. It's bloody and all that good shit still. So I'm sure I'll like it as it starts moving. But um, last night we watched Nightmare Before Christmas to kind of kick off and wrap up Halloween and kick off Christmas. And it's pretty good. Fucking love that movie. Uh, I've only seen it big... like twice. Yeah, it's not really. That really wouldn't be your cup of tea. It's kind of like musically and. I like Tim Burton, but like yeah. I don't know. I think that movie's like vastly overrated. But yeah, I would agree. I'm not. I never got into it when I was young. Like I got into it like when I got into movies a bit more. Yeah. So I do like it. It's not like this thing that's like nostalgic for me or anything. But I do like it. I usually just watch it once a season, and that's good enough for me. But I remember when Marilyn Manson did a cover of one of the songs from it, and I liked the oh, song. Oh, nice. Pink, um, I think Follow it was this Boy and Panic at the Disco have done covers off. That soundtrack too, and it's, they're both good. I want to say this is Halloween. Manson did. I don't know. Nice, yeah. Uh, uh, Follow Boy did. What's this? And uh, Panic at the Disco did. This is Halloween. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But other Thank than that, so, yeah. Neil says, "Yeah, Invincible, one of the greatest comics ever." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I hope I get into it a bit more. I, I, uh, I think I was just kind of tired to be honest. I watched it. I watched Gen V, then I watched Loki, and I was like, "Oh, Invincible's on too." I guess I'll watch that too. So yeah, yeah I kind of got to the third episode, like the third thing I was watching, and I was just like, eh, let's just get over with this. So maybe next week it'll be better. So oh wow. And Neil's wife is obsessed with Jack Skellington, has a ton of merch and full tattoo arm sleeve going on. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I think uh, there's a pretty good audience of people who are big yeah, uh, people you... from that imagery of that show, right? It's pretty it's a very iconic imagery for it sure. Is, yeah. And like stylistically yeah. and everything like that. Like I just never got into it. I, I don't know if it's like, I love Halloween, but I just, I don't know. Maybe just cause it's animated. I don't know. I, I yeah, just never maybe. got into it. I don't know. Yeah, but, I kind of figured you didn't because it was animated and because yeah. it's kind of musical ish. I don't mind a, a good musical if it's like catchy and like, like I liked, um, uh, what the fuck is that movie with Johnny Depp? Uh, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Fleet Street. Oh Depp. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the fucking name of the movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, name either. God damn it. My brain is just... Teeny, such a... Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, yeah. Uh, I like Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd's dope. And that's a musical, so... I guess. There you go. I don't, I don't mind musicals, I guess. But yeah, it was good. Anyways, I liked it. And then tonight we watched uh, White Chicks, which oh. was pretty funny. I haven't seen that movie in a hot minute. For sure. Fucking love Terry Crews in it when he takes that fucking ecstasy or whatever and he's got the whistle of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I probably haven't seen that movie since it came out, like whatever two thousand six, I don't know, whatever the fuck year it came out. 
The only thing I have an issue with that movie is like as I watch it, I just get mad that everyone can look at these two people side by side with the real people and be confused by them. I'm like, totally, it doesn't make any sense. Like they look, they they not only don't look like them, but they look like transsexual versions of them. 100%. Like wearing like masks. Like yeah, they literally look like that. Their their whole bodies are different. It's like yeah, a football player and a cheerleader standing next to each other. Totally. But I think like, you just gotta. They change so quick. It's like what? You just gotta look over it. Yeah. I know you have to, but it's yeah. hard to look past something like that. Oh, like, totally. So totally. Um, the only real things I watched this week, uh, I don't think I talked about it last week, but. On Halloween, I watched uh, Talk to Me, which was a horror oh, movie nice. that uh, Neil recommended. And yeah. uh, it's not streaming anywhere that I could find, so I had to buy it digitally. But um, it was cheap. It was only like 10 bucks or something like that. But um, uh, yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. Um, nice. Yeah, I think we might still watch, get to that eventually, too. Because we both, me and Kate both looked, thought it looked good. So There's a pretty... Um, grotesque like scene that like was pretty like oh fuck but um other than that like it, it's got a really cool original concept and it's well acted and like it's it was spooky at times where i was like oh i like this this is really good nice. um and then i already talked about batman begins and then i oh i watched um still the michael j fox um documentary that was recently put out oh. um about his battle with parkinson's disease and kind of his story of how he came up in the movie industry and uh when he first started realizing that he had parkinson's and like how it's affected him and his battle with it and blah 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 blah. but uh super interesting i I always always a michael j fox fan um i love back to the future and i remember watching spin city in like the late 90s and shit on tv so um i always thought michael j fox was a really fun actor and uh it's a bummer to see him you know struggling with such a terrible fucking disease but uh you know he's still going he's still working on it and uh he has a great episode if anybody hasn't seen it of uh curb your enthusiasm which is like kind of seinfeld ish spinoff of you know let larry david does and the whole episode is uh based off of larry david thinks that michael j fox is just using parkinson's as an excuse to do things and it's fucking so good so like there's there's a scene where like michael j fox hands him a coke and he opens the coke and it explodes all over him. And he's like, Larry David's like, oh, is that the Parkinson's? And he's like, yeah, Parkinson's. And he's like, I don't know. I think he's faking, man. I think he just wanted that pop to explode on me. And like the whole episode is all about like whether or not this is actually real. And it's, it's fucking so fun. That's fucking great. That's fucking yeah. great. Neil said I just watched Switch for the first time where Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman switched lives. Movie was pretty raw. Yeah, that's a funny one. I like that one. Bateman and Doesn't that happen when they like piss in this fountain or something? And yeah. then that's, that's how they change, I think, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like when he's in bed with his wife or whatever, and he can't remember what he says, but I'm on Smartless, I think it was the one where Ryan Reynolds was on it. I think that uh, Ryan Reynolds said that Blake Lively still says that whatever Bateman says to her in bed or whatever. Like, awesome. <laughs> um, Back to the Future 4, the quest to cure Parkinson's. I always thought that, honestly, that, like, if they ever did a sequel, it'd be so great if that was, like, part of it was, like, like, not that, like, a cure for Parkinson's, but, like, that, like, time travel or something is the reason that he that he has Parkinson's or, like, mm. it was something along the lines of, like, that's why he's fucked up and, like, they had to go back to the future to, like, try to fix him or help him or something. like. I don't know. You could definitely do something interesting with that storyline. 
I uh, always think it's not good, but I always think of uh, that Family Guy episode where they're like, uh, "Oh, Michael J. Fox as Zorro." <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely inappropriate, but it's hilarious. Oh, God, so funny. But anyway, it's a good documentary. I would have. I wish they would have. Um, I wish they would have <laughs> done more present day stuff. Like it's a lot of like. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot more like looking back at his life more than like how he's dealing with it now. And like, um, like I would, I would have loved to learn more about like the actual disease and the science behind the disease and like how they're trying to figure out like the cure for it and like where they are with that and like his charity and stuff like that. And it doesn't really go into that. It mostly just shows his modern struggles with the disease as it's progressed and then like his his career throughout. So. Um, I would have wished, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to watch because like, you can tell that like when he's really struggling and, and like, he's like, even, you know, he talks about like just to talk and stuff like that, like can be a struggle some days and like, it's it's a horrific disease. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I recommend that if you want to check something like that out and then, uh, and all my reality shows, I'm still watching. I started binging, um, the amazing race, Australia, which is the Australian, version of the amazing race and um yeah it's good i love i love reality shows so you know me and uh yeah i'm still slamming that taking back sunday album i love it oh um, i get into it i think i shut it off after like three or four tracks oh, fuck really it. i love those first three tracks fucking so catchy i don't really find it sounds anything like old taking back sunday oh, i think it it's does. i definitely think it sounds uh like more radio friendly i guess but I would say it's straight up tell all your friends mixed with where you want to be. Oh, see, I hear no take. I don't hear any um, tell all your friends. But I'm not a good I'm not a good judge of that, honestly. Even when I was a big Taking Back Sunday fan, it was it was short lived. Like I loved Tell All Your Friends. I loved uh, after that whatever that one was. Where I you want to be, and then where you want to be, and then like I didn't mind Louder Now. Louder Now is like, their weakest album, in my opinion. I like I like some songs, but I don't love it as a whole. And then like everything beyond. I think the last thing I gave a chance was self titled, self titled, right after Lower Now. No, and I think uh, there was like new again, and then and then self titled. Oh, self titled, yeah. So I didn't do new again, and then I think I tried to get into new again when self titled came out. And I then, love like, new again. New again is my favorite then... album. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, no, that's fine. I mean, I love Taking Back Sunday. I think they're one of the like longevity wise. I don't think they have a single album that missed and like they're one of the best live performers I've ever seen. Like I they love watching live. them live. They're mm-hmm. fucking so fun live. And uh, yes, they are. As soon as I, as I've, I've been so obsessed with this album. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I need to see them live again. So I, I looked up tour dates and shit and they're in like Europe or Australia or I don't know, some mm-hmm. bullshit. So I think I missed. They'll probably, come around. They'll probably come around and do something now that the new album's out. Yeah. I think they toured in the summer. But it was before the album came out in North America. So a little too in the spring. I hope. I hope next year I can catch him at some point. When was the last time you saw them? Oof. Probably Louder Now era. Yeah, I saw them Louder Now opening for Angels and Airwaves. Was the last time I saw them. I might have seen him on that same tour. Yeah. I don't remember. I I know. Hmm. I seen Angels and Airwaves in Toronto. But I don't know. I can't remember who opened for him. It might have been Taking Back Sunday. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen him two or three times. I've yeah, seen me him too. 
I saw them at Warped Tour once. Same. Uh, I think I'm like up to. I, I I haven't seen them tour up anything after Louder now. Yeah, either have I for sure. I, I haven't seen them, them since they reunited. Off. So. Yeah, I think I've seen them tour off of uh, Where You Want to Be twice, and then yeah, I think so. Now once because I didn't get into them until after Tell All Your Friends came out. Well, I seen them. The first time I seen them was with Blink and the Used. Oh yeah, that's right. And that, I would have seen that too then. Yeah, I think I went with Brian and Lindsay, but I um I don't remember. I I I think that was right after where you want to be, but I could be wrong. It's yes, like probably right. 2003 or four. But um yeah, no, I, I love them. They're so lot li- they're so good live. I I've never seen live. anybody perform the way they do live, so brand new. But they are very close. They're comparable. No, but just sure. the way like he swings the mic and shit. Like I've never seen. Oh, anybody energetic. Do that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody do that shit. Where he's like, he's just. I don't know. It's it's yeah. a, a original way of performing live, but yeah, brand new totally. for sure. Brand new is amazing live. Yeah, brand new is crazy good. Um, you watch Lego Masters? Neil asked. No, I've never seen it. No, I haven't either. But I love Will Arnett. I love I love Lego, but like I just have no interest in watching a show about Lego. I don't know. It just never appealed to me. I don't. I don't watch network television almost at all. Like everything I watch is on demand or streaming. So, um, yeah. But Lego Masters, like I love Lego, so maybe it is appealing, and I just never given it a chance. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I, th- I think that's all I got to talk about. I wanted to start playing a game that I didn't start playing, so maybe tomorrow. But what game? Uh, the new Assassin's Creed game. Mm. So now that you beat Spider-Man, is that it? Or do you like try to go back and like fucking rock it out? Oh, I've rocked everything out. I did everything available in the game. Oh, nice. So I'll, if they look like there are already talks that there's going to be DLC, like Venom DLC. And um, I don't remember what the other thing that was rumored, but um, so if they put out DLC, I'll go back to it, but I'm done with Spider-Man for now. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, probably sometime this week I'll start Assassin's Creed and that's it. Nice, nice. Um, let's get into Loki. Let's get into Loki, shall we? Uh, Neil says shit is wild, but he was talking about Lego Masters. But we're indeed, gonna make it indeed. look like he's saying it about Loki. Let's put Jeez, up the uh, spoiler warning. Spoilers. Um, what did you think of Loki? Yeah, it was fine. Whatever. I agree. <laughs> like I just honestly just don't fucking care. Like I just don't I okay. trash, she says. Look, I don't trash. I don't think it's trash. I don't, I, think think I don't either. I don't think it's trash either. I don't th- I think it's some of the best MCU stuff we've gotten in like three years. <laughs> like like it's way better than anything any of the other shows they've put out mm-hmm. overall. And I agree with that. Like other than maybe Guardians in Shang-Chi, it's probably like my favorite mcu thing they've done since phase three ended like i like loki a lot i like the characters i like the i love i love the uh set design and like the actual like world that they're building like i think it's a really cool idea but like they just haven't done anything with it where it makes me go like oh i'm back in baby like this is it this is this is this is it like they hyped this episode a lot of like whoa you won't believe what happens and then i was like no, I believe it. That's exactly what I expected it to happen. Yep. Like, no, nothing in it was like, "Whoa, they're doing something original and cool." It was just like, "Okay, this is more Loki." Yep, I would definitely agree with that statement. I like the characters. I like the idea of the story, but like, it didn't, it didn't do anything to make me go like, 
fuck yeah, we're back, baby. Characters you know? are an interesting story of how garbage says Neil. I think the story's cool. I love the idea of like an agency that lives outside of time dealing with like time issues. Like I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. I just don't think yes. they've actually done anything with it. Like I just think mm -hmm. it was like they should be jumping between timelines more. They should be jumping to see different like worlds and how like and really using that as like oh like this timeline is like where everybody has three legs and it's fucking weird and like like weird shit like that where like it's like something happened in this timeline where you know there's only fucking dogs left on the planet and like <laughs> you know what i mean like do weird shit and they just don't do anything weird with it it's the same as like when dr strange uh multiverse of madness when they were jumping yeah. in between all those timelines and i was like that was cool do something more with it and they didn't yeah fair enough yeah yeah i mean i, I mean the fact of the matter is is like i, I don't think it's indicative of just this show or anything i just like the mcu is just it has me and i say this every week and i'm just gonna keep saying it but it has me it's just drained me at this point like i'm just nothing it really exciting is happening so, and it's like a lot of commitment for like nothing yep. really happening like yep. i'm not saying not this is bad I, I i do like the show but it's just like every time i have to sit down and watch it i'm just like all right let's fucking get this over with i'm Even not it's like that hard on it like i i was looking forward to this episode a lot because i really hoped that it was going to be something really cool um see i set my expectations low because i was like there's no way they're gonna be like do any like the thing is is when you have a chance to start like a, a fresh slate like they just basically did and you like just go back to what it was it's like man you could have literally done so many fucking cool things and i just knew that they weren't going to so i was I, well i think i think there's still a chance the last episode to sylvie again the last episode definitely has a chance of doing something or resetting or or changing where the direction of this franchise and like we'll get into the marvel news as we talk about all this because there's a lot yes, there's of lots. lot of rumors going on and like i was going to pull up the article but we can just kind of dive into whatever we want to like for people that haven't paid attention to it at all, there's a lot of rumors that things are getting completely eliminated behind the scenes. Um, Thunderbolts, Agatha. Thunder, Thunderbolts, Agatha, and potentially one of, the, one of the Avengers movies uh, out of the two is going to get sliced. And then, yeah, Blade is going through, apparently, his fifth rewrite. And um, isn't, what's his name? Uh, Mershala Ali, ready to basically walk away at this point? I think I read that. Before the fifth rewrite, he basically had said, like, this isn't going to happen, and I'm I'm done with it. And then apparently they brought in somebody to rewrite it again, and he's sticking around to see what how the rewrite goes. But apparently it's, like, on the verge of basically being just, like, it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Apparently they really wanted to change directions. They're aware of the issues going on. They just don't know exactly story-wise how to fix it. So they're using this time with the writer's strike now over to use the writers to come back and try to fix this before the actor's strike is over. Um, yeah, like there's rumors that they want to cut out Kang completely and that they're going to bring in um, Doom? Dr. Doom. There's rumors that they want to bring back Tony Stark and uh, Black Widow. I hate that idea. So That's a terrible much. idea. Terrible idea, but that they wanted to reunite the original Avengers lineup and bring back ScarJo and uh, Robert Downey Jr. to 
back from the dead from a different it's time. It's the epitome of why I hate the multiverse. 100%. Do not do that. That's a terrible idea. As cool as it would be to see the original Avengers team team up again, we've done that. We've had the storyline and you take away all fucking repercussions of death and everything. Yep. By Especially because you'd be taking away from the best era of MCU. You'd be basically 100%. watering it down and fucking Ru- having it in it. the rest of Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, I think that's the worst idea you could possibly ever do. So I really hope they don't do that because if they actually do that, I'll probably be out. Yeah. The thing is, is it'll be hard to stop. It'll be hard to avoid something. Like, yeah. What what was you say? Everything has failed. Let's do Endgame 2. And that's... Well, there's rumors that they wanted to bring back Thanos in a way to, um, to carry on his mission or whatever through timeline manipulation or whatever. My hope is that I, so this is why I was excited for Loki is I was like, this is a chance to reset everything. You could do multiply, multiple cool things with, with where they had reset the thing. You could eliminate all the side timelines. You could merge all the side timelines to have like variations of characters, or you could use this opportunity for Loki to become a villain again and be like, I can rule the timelines now. I can be the new Kang kind of thing. I'm going to time travel. And you could still do that with the finale of like, I know have now have the ability to time travel and jump into spots where I want to. So he could go back to the beginning, take out Kang and fucking now be the head of the TVA or whatever. And he could be the big bad. And that would be an interesting take of like, I mean, who doesn't love Tom Hiddleston? Um, the fact that he was jumping different eras and different timelines throughout the episode of like, he jumped back to 2012 and I'm like, okay, that's the first Avengers movie. They could do something really cool with him seeing his old self and like, you know, regretting the the choices he made then. And like, this is a new Loki and like, he wouldn't make those same choices and that having an effect on him or, or going to find Thor to let him know (laughs) what could possibly happen. They could. Neil says they could have had Loki erase She-Hulk secret invasion and stop Agatha from happening, but no. And that could be possibly part of it because they are saying that Agatha may not happen, that it's a mess, and that like who uh, asked for that anyways? Nobody, like, not, nobody, nobody. I actually think Thunderbolts is a cool idea, but I think Me too. I think they've gone to Thunderbolts when, but also if it was if it meant they were going to get rid of it to refocus shit, then I would be on board. One hundred percent. The fact that there's like deafening silence coming out of the mcu i'm partly i'm sure because of the strike but i think that they're going to use the next year to basically figure out what the fuck they're doing and i say do that like do that completely i know they they showed the uh echo trailer and everybody's like oh it looks good and i'm like it looks like an echo trailer like it looks exactly what i expected it to be yep same here um Nothing exciting. It didn't excite me. It didn't move the needle for me in in like interest. The fact that it had some gore and like some brutality in it, I'm like, okay, they're willing to do that. Other than that, I'm like, there's nothing in this that's like, oh fuck, can't wait for January. And like, yeah, it's not Same. a reason to subscribe to Disney Plus for me. I I'm still letting my my uh, subscription lapse. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's. That's what they call this, right? Did you hear about Marvel Spotlight? Now that sounds like what we what we've been asking for. I can't. I'm guessing that that is sarcastic. Well, I think it's. I mean, it is kind of what we've been asking for. But again, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think you run the risk of confusing. You're doing what DC did. You're you're having too many things. You know, you have this is DCEU. This isn't DCEU. This is on this. Yeah. It's. 
no the the pros of having the mcu was that everything is 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 one Together. cohesive story and yeah. the reason that phase four and five haven't worked is because the cohesion is gone the 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 tags and the, the excitement of building towards something has has dissipated disappeared and, yeah and yeah. that's the problem is like you introduced all these new characters none of them held the public's interest overall like at all basically yeah yeah and now you're like at that point where you go well we hit it out of the park with guardians and and iron man and all these these previous franchises let's bring them back and it's like no that's not what people want people want you to make the things that they were looking for good and i think you rebuild this with fantastic four and x-men and we have to get to that point so end this stupid timeline bullshit and get to a point where you can do an x-men movie and build that universe and that's the new heroes you go with is that's the new avenger team is i want to see wolverine and the avengers i want to see you know, Spider-Man and Wolverine and whatever tag it, t- team it up together. And you have the characters where you can build the next Avengers team without bringing back Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett yeah, Johansson. Like you have the characters. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The problem is at this point, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and now Marvel's the movie is about to taste in your mouth. That makes ass the mouth jealous. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't I don't have high hopes for that movie, but I'm interested in that movie just for the fact that it's short. It's not like a three hour romp. You can get through it in whatever, an hour and 40 minutes or whatever the fuck it is. And it's probably our last like tent pool movie for I would guess 10 months. Yeah. I assume that Deadpool is gonna get moved to like October. So yeah. Especially like I mean, the strike isn't even done yet, so who knows? If the strike goes on till May, then it's going to get pushed yeah. into 2024 or yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, sure. um, this may be our last like big Marvel movie for a long time. So that, that gives me a little bit of excitement. But do I think it's going to be like bonkers good or anything? No. Yeah, I think it's going to be a solid very, six and a half or seven. Yeah, I have very low expectations. Speaking uh, of that, yeah. if I can see the movie next week, we will be talking about it next Saturday for the episode. Matt already has his tickets, but if I can't go see it next Saturday, we're going to just talk Loki next week, and then we'll move on to the following week to the Marvels. Yeah. Um, I'll give my spoiler-free feeling thoughts about it next week if Ryan can't get to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I overall, I like some of the stuff they're doing with Loki. I like the characters. I love OB. I think he was hilarious in this episode. Me too. Um, I, I love... Um, OB's, like, single-handedly keeping me engaged. Totally. I love the relationship between Morbius and Loki. Like, I think they yeah. just have great banter. I love the ATV stuff and the jet ski stuff and like funny. him being a salesman and all that. Like, I, th- I think that it worked for the character and, and Owen Wilson can handle that completely. Um, the Sylvie stuff has lost me completely. I agree with me Neil. Too. Like, I, I, I felt like in the first season, they had a lot of like chemistry as actors. And I feel like that's just gone this season. Like, yeah, I just I do don't too. feel like they they even have that romantic spark in any way at all. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It feels like they're just treading water with those, those two characters now. And it's like, okay. So I, w- I would like to see like Loki, like in the next week's episode, it better, it better set something up. If it doesn't do anything, then they're way worse shape than I thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, the, I don't know. I, I mean it. Yeah. The thing is that each week we've been watching this, I've been, more excited for gen v next week i don't have gen v to excite me so yep we'll see no i agree and and 
again, like comparing the two, it's like night and day, right? Like you're getting a, a, a superhero show that's just fucking bonkers good. And then you're getting a superhero show that's just like, meh, it's fine. Um, and it, it, it's hard to feel the excitement for Loki with, with what they're building when you see what Gen V is building with the boys and go like, fuck yeah, yeah like that's exciting. They're yeah. tying into each other. They're flowing. Yes, like totally. Characters are intermingling. We're not getting that with Marvel anymore. And it's like, fuck, know. you know, I want those good days back. It's like I always say that's it's weird that they bench their best player, which is their universe. Yep. Like yep. they don't utilize it, they don't utilize it how they should. And it's like yeah, it's disappointing because it's like, man, you have this fucking super rich world that you can draw from and you draw all the wrong shit and like it's so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure there's Marvel news that I missed throughout our little talk here. I can't really think of anything else, but it does sound like they're they're aware of the issues, they're aware of the problems, and that they want to fix them, um, which is a good sign. They know there's problems. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I agree. It's a bad sign if their idea, their best idea, is bring back Robert Downey Jr. I definitely agree. And like the fact that their movies are basically now not profit, you know, not hugely profitable. To get Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. to come back, it's going to cost forty million dollars. Like, yeah. He's gonna want a percentage of the the movie deal. He's gonna he's gonna his last Iron Man three he asked twenty five million dollars for. That was in two thousand what thirteen twelve I don't know somewhere in that area. So like I don't know what he asked for during Avengers Endgame or anything like that. But like I'm guessing he's not coming back for anything less than like forty million and. Scarjo with all the drama that went on with Black Widow yep. and everything like that, she's gonna probably wanna, want the same amount. She's gonna want a hefty payday. So yep. you're not getting these. You're, you're already to bring all those actors back and make a new Avengers movie. Your budget's gonna be like four hundred million dollars because of just yep. actor fees alone. Like it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, so, I agree. I, I don't I know. Agree. Um, let's get into Gen V. Okay, sounds good. I fucking love Gen V. Me too. I wish it was longer, but. Me too, but it was still good. It wrapped everything up nice enough for me. I liked it was, how it all. I liked how it ended like a lot. So it gory. Really good. It was very gory. Yeah. <laughs> like that and, part where she blows Kate's hands off or her hand off. I'm just like, oh my god, fucking awesome, nuts. fucking awesome. Crazy. I didn't expect it either. Like I, 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 I know how gory the show is, and they still surprise me with some of the shit they do. I'm like, holy shit, goddamn. But um, yeah, I loved how br- brutal it was. I loved how gory it was. Uh, I loved like the idea of releasing all the all the uh, forest. Oh yeah, inmates or whatever, and like just letting them it felt kind of X Men three. Totally, like, where Maggie but good. gets everybody out of the. But good, yeah, but good, exactly. Um, yeah, I loved seeing all the powers like going off around each other. Like, definitely, they were saving budget for this big finale because, goddamn, yeah, totally, a lot of special effects on this. And like, yeah, I like some I, cool ones. I like where the world's going. Like, I love that it's building into the boys' season four. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was cool. The way it ended was very satisfying, and you know, also basically sets up for another season and yeah. sets up for the boys next season, which is cool. Yep post post credit tri- uh post credit scene yeah mid credit scene i guess with well we'll save that till we get to that point in the conversation but 
but yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see. I like the dynamic shift between Sam and uh, Cricket, how that kind of changed this time. And yeah. you can see Sam is like, you know, wanting to like go, go against human, like humanity because of how he's been treated. And he reminds me of Homelander a lot. Totally. Where yeah. I feel like Homelander is going to take him under his his wing kind of thing of like, this is a son I always wanted of like, yeah, like he has no moral compass. He's he's dead set on like supers getting su- superiority over like humankind and like, yeah, he has no like ill. I'm especially now that Kate basically told him you have no feelings. Yep, like that was crazy. Yeah, man, Kate's fucking scary as fuck, man. Totally, that chick is so scary. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. she she is so powerful that like. Yeah. I love her powers. Like I love yeah. how that works. It's just he's she's like, eat your hand. Or she, she said something different. Just like eat your hand and enjoy it or something. Yeah, or yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucked. And he like starts eating his fingers and he's like screaming in pain, but like just still keeps going. And it's like, oh my god, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's so brutal and like, um, yeah, like like uh, Neil's saying like, um her using all the dead people's blood and like raising like that whole like blood storm basically. Of, that like, was very cool. It's like fucking awesome. And I'm like, man, it's, they don't care how rated R they go. It's just so like, we're doing the craziest thing we can do. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I, like I said, I was disappointed. That it was like 35 minutes. I was like, fuck, I wish this ap- episode would have been an hour long. Cause it would have been awesome. But um, it did what it needed to do to set up the next season of the boys. And uh, it sounds like that's going to come early next year. So nice. um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm very excited for the next season of the boys, especially yeah. after how this wrapped up. So, yeah, I mean the fact that we got a Homelander cameo, which we've been speculating for all season is yep. we, we kind of thought it was going to come at some point. Um, awesome. I thought he killed everybody when, when Homelander showed up, like when he, I thought he like killed. When, yeah, like, yeah, I did too. When he kind of make it seems that like he's gonna laserize them all for like you know because like, it it ends with like what's her name I can't remember her name Marie Marie, Marie. where Marie basically like blows up Kate's hand because she's trying to touch some uh, I think she's trying to touch the that guy I don't yeah. remember his name <laughs> that guy, guy. Yeah. that guy she's trying to touch that guy and she's just about to and then she blows up her hand and then Homelander fucking just comes down and he's like. We, yo, you you uh, fight your own kind now or whatever or something yeah. like that and yeah, and then he fucking like laser eyes lights up and then it kind of just screen just goes to white. And yeah, then, and I, I was like, oh my god, they killed off the main character in the last. I episode. thought they like, did. I definitely thought they did. So and I was like, god damn, like they killed off all the main characters and they're gonna just start fresh the next season. Like that's intense. And then we get the little scene afterwards of them in some kind of room with know. no door. I mean, I don't know. I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how did you get in there if you don't have a door? I, 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 Secret door. Yeah, it's got to be some form or I don't know. But the fact that they're all live definitely means like the next season could definitely take place in some kind of like asylum or, or jail or whatever that they have to escape. And like it could definitely do some like weird spooky shit with that. Yeah. And sure. um, yeah. And then we got the butcher cameo at the very end and neil says i like how it ends with butcher dropping his patent c word we knew that was coming too we i i yeah. said that from we week that one or week ago. two yeah. of like 
yeah, Butcher's going to want that virus and he's going to be looking for it. So like the fact yeah. that we got that is like, that's awesome. It's promising. And like, that's what's uh, clearly the next season of the boys is going to be all about is Butcher getting this yep. virus. And, and yep. but see, I also wonder, and I don't, I don't know if you thought of this or I missed something or what, but when they freed everybody from the forest, wouldn't the virus that they were using on the on that dead body that they saw like start spreading? Like, isn't it possible that some of these people already have the virus in them? Maybe. So, like, the virus could be out just because of the people within the forest. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So that I like, I thought was interesting too. Of like, it might come to a point where Homelander has to start butchering all these forest people just because they're infected. They're infected, and he's he's got to survive and like. So you could see some soup on soup violence just because of that, cool. which is cool. Yeah, it could be really brutal. But I mean, I fucking hate Homelander, but like I hate him because I, I like him because he's so easy to hate. Like, yeah, totally. He's he's a lovable hate. Like, you it's like to if hate Donald him. Trump was smart and strong. Yeah, totally. They didn't make it airborne <laughs> yet, says Neil. But I don't know. I mean, maybe they did, and they just don't. We just don't know it yet. Like. I know they said they were working on it and the guy refused to do it, but yeah, they were making it more potent and spreadable. That was the whole point. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, but um, yeah, I don't know. The thing I love is, it. is if they made it airborne, it would be relatively easy to just end shit, right? Like, it's got to put some parameters in place to make it a little bit more risky for, yeah, you know, the boat now to for butcher and them to like make this work, right? So, totally. But like I just love the idea of like it's very X-Men-ish of like like even in the bad X-Men movies of them like coming up with a cure in X3 and like some soups wanting it and some soups not wanting it and then like uh you know humans coming up with the sentinels to destroy all the soups like it's very that esque of like yeah we want to destroy the soups and the soups trying to defend themselves and like that's the that's the X-Men I love the battle between yeah. good good heroes bad heroes and the humans and I'm like Humanity. fuck yeah we're getting we're getting X-Men one way or another, you know. Yep. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. It was a great setup for the next for the next season of the boys. And yeah, I'm I'm I mean I'm excited about that, but I'm also stoked for more Gen V because I I really like these characters. Like Me too. I think they're all great. Like I like Marie, I like the dynamic between her and Jordan, I like uh Cricket, I like Sam. Yeah. And so, like it just gives us more like usually between after the boys season, we have to wait like a year or whatever yeah. for the next season. And it's like, okay, now we might only have to wait six months between the boys and Gen V flipping back and forth, which is great. Yeah, true. That'll be and nice. the, uh, the showrunners are working and collaborating together. Like there was an article that came out that said like, yeah, the showrunner for Gen V talked to the showrunner for the boys and made sure it was okay. that he did all this. And like, uh, to use Homelander as a cameo, they asked, uh, I can't remember, Anthony Starr, I think is the actor's name, uh, to like just guest appear on this. And he was like totally down to do it and nice. to get Butcher to come in and do this. Like it, he was totally down to on his day off to come in and shoot that little tiny scene. And it's like, yes, like the fact that all the actors are down and want to build this world together and nobody's got yeah, this like, fucking big ego about it or anything like that. I'm like, yes, this is what we want. So yep, I definitely agree. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to see where this goes. I'm definitely bummed that I'm not gonna have Gen V to watch next week though. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's, a bummer it, it's gonna be I'm a really, really slow much. few months after next week. Hmm. 
like after Loki and 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 uh, the Marvels are gone, like there's not really anything show wise or movie wise that I'm like, ooh, we got that to look forward to in December. It's like there's nothing. Echo. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Echo. I think the only like movie that like really that's like big budget like you know thing coming out in December is Wonka, which I have no interest in seeing. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Wonka. And like I, I just think the next like few months are going to be pretty pretty low-key but that's i mean we've gone for a nice stretch with something to talk about every week so i agree i agree since early summer at least so yeah Word. it's good good four or five month span that we've done that we've had yeah. something every single week had constant consistent product oh skeleton crew yeah i don't know is that i don't know when is that coming i'm not sure isn't it animated uh no i don't think so oh really when is Skeleton Crew coming out? Skeleton Crew is scheduled to be released in Disney Plus in 2023 will consist of eight episodes. White expected the series to be released in November or December. Filing for the first episode of the United States copyright indicates an approximate release in January. I could see that being December, just to or late November, just to feed into um just to feed into um, Echo, but I'm gonna look and see if it's animated because now that you say it, I'm wondering if Neil right. says no. So okay, well it's live action. Okay, I'm down. Um, yeah, I I didn't even know that was coming, so I thought that was a 2024 thing. Cool, great. I'm down for that. I'm down for more Star Wars. Sure, totally. Um, I'm liking Star Wars more than I'm liking uh, what's it called right now. So yeah, same. Let me see you um so but yeah I'll take it that's it for this week i think i think we covered everything i saw making dune series for end next year be on hbo hopefully that opens up some new content that'd be great i would love a dune series i uh i know they're working on a couple uh what was the other one i saw that i can't remember what it was now i know oh uh, i know there's a crystal lake series coming out next year for friday the 13th which interests me mm um fallout the tv series is supposed to come out in may i think on amazon which i'm very interested in and we should get another well i assume it'll be 2025 but last of us season so oh yeah but there is there is some cool like shows coming out in the next year it's just yeah we're gonna have a little bit of a break i think yeah there'll be some gaps for sure yeah so we got shit to cover we'll talk We'll talk our favorite things of the year and end of the year list type shit. Um, yep. We'll cover our Spotify uh, wrapped when it comes out. I, I think probably. I'm really working on getting Blink on that list and making it my number one album. I've been listening to it like crazy. so I haven't gone back to it at all. No. I I, th- I didn't think you would. The Dance With Me song is probably the only one that's going to stick with me, honestly. But I like I liked the new, that one, first new song. I can't remember. Me too. I, I like both, but I like, I mean, really, the first one's a good one. Cut, the cut it, one's cut, cut it cut, out or? Cut me up. Cut, cut me, me off. That, that me I think off. that song's really catchy. I think the other one sucks, but. Me too. The other one sounds too Angels and Airwave. Very, very, very much. I still agree. don't, I don't hate it, but I just don't love it. But yeah, as of right now, I think Metric, Taking Back Sunday, Queens of the Stone Age. See, for me to do a favorite, a best of album for music, or like, yeah, 
you don't listen to any new music. So. Like I literally have like Blink. That's all I have this year. Like really, the new Beaches album. There's a lot of good albums this year, so we'll see. It'll be a fun I'll thing. Let's talk do. about Blink for a half hour, and then uh, you no, can go we can else. do we can do shows, we can do <laughs> movies, we can do games, mm-hmm. we can do all kinds of shit. You know It'll that. be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for the episode this week. Like I said, next week we'll either just be covering Loki or possibly the Marvels. And whatever we don't cover next week, we'll cover the following week. So look forward to that. Go see the Marvels if you want to not have it spoiled for you. Yeah, and... or we'll spoil it for you. Or we won't spoil it for you next week because maybe Ryan won't see it next week. I'm hoping to see it Saturday, but it's dependent on my buddy that I go to see all these movies with. So we'll see. Um, yeah, everybody enjoy football tomorrow. Have a good week. Remember to set your time clocks back in three minutes. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and don't out. show up for the show again because we're not doing it again. We're not doing it again at one o'clock. No, we're not. It's all done. I'm going to go lay on the couch and die. So that sounds great. I can't wait for it. I'm just not going to move for the next nine hours. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us. We appreciate you and uh, we'll catch you next week. You can follow us at uh, we smoke media and at customs by Matthew on both Instagram and YouTube. And you can subscribe to the podcast and audio only forum on whatever podcast service you use. We'd appreciate it. We love new followers and new subscriptions and seeing new people in the chat. So you're all welcome here. Come join us and talk nerd shit with us. Yes. Come, come lots of come. Always. Uh, he all knows about that. You can leave now and beat the traffic, or you can stick around and beat your meat. You know. <laughs> uh, later, Neil. We appreciate you. Thanks yeah, for coming. Yeah. And uh, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Stay, stay, stay safe out there.